Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose, a heart-centered podcast dedicated to community through the foundation of love, trust, and advocacy for conscious living. Why am I leaning in? Because I am super excited to have you here with me today. Thank you for tuning in, for listening, or for watching. I'm Shauna, your host. Welcome to Hawks and Lavender Rose. Today is Tuesday, April 14th, 2020. We are still in the midst of quarantine life, as I like to call it. I hope you all are faring well and that life is is as good as it can be for you right now. Before we, or before I get into the topic of today's discussion, which is self-care, I want to send a shout out to some of my fellow Aries. I'm afraid I'm going to forget some of the names. So let me just let me just start by saying happy birthday to my fellow Aries, Joe Vega, my kickboxing instructor, Nicole, Mary Beth, Jen, Nina. Andrea, wishing you all. I know some of you had have already celebrated your birthdays, but I just wanted to take a moment to recognize some of my fellow Aries. Um, my next door neighbor, Mark, is also in Aries. His birthday is tomorrow, but he's not going to be listening, so I'll just send him a text later. Okay, self-care. How many of you are currently practicing self-care? I had a call. So I've been doing these calls on Sunday mornings called a community of care. And they're every Sunday morning from 930 to 1030. You're welcome to to join us. This past week, we talked about self-care. And it was a really powerful conversation. So I wanted to bring that here today to the podcast because it's become an important piece of my life and my hope is that it will become an important piece of your life as well. I have my notes here. You're going to be seeing me refer to notes. You know, those of you who listen to me, I'm a big note taker. Why is self-care so important? Self-care can help foster a more compassionate and forgiving relationship with self, with yourself, with myself. It can help maintain a healthy relationship with ourselves. It helps to boost confidence and self-esteem when we practice self-care. It reminds us, it reminds you that your needs are important. And above all else, self-care can help reduce stress. In my opinion, self-care is the highest form of self-love. If you're looking to bring in more love for yourself and you don't even know how to start or what that looks like or what that feels like, I invite you to practice some form of health care. Health care. Yeah. Self-care, which is health care. So I'm going to be talking to you today. In fact, I have a list here. And this past Sunday, I had a list of examples of self-care that the group and I talked about. So today I'm going to go through this list and talk about this a little. 
um, and and give you some examples of how I practice self-care. There are self-care that I practice daily. It's a practice. It's a discipline. But there's also in the moment self-care that I practice. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about that today as well. Self-care is essential. It is a necessity. It's, again, in my opinion, I don't believe it's something that should be looked at as a luxury that we offer ourselves from time to time. Self-care is important. And it doesn't need to have a big price tag with it. I've heard people say, oh, I can't really afford to offer myself self-care. Some people think that it's a huge expense going for a, a massage or, or getting your nails done once a week or whatever. It doesn't have to cost a lot. It doesn't have to cost anything. I practiced in-the-moment self-care this morning, and it cost me nothing. So I just want to make that really clear. We have our views of self-care. What I believe that many of us look at as self-care, like um, eating healthy, going for massages, a bubble bath, and I'm reading off my list here so I, I remember what I want to say, exercising, drinking lots of water, going to get your hair done, going to get your nails done, going for that massage. Sure, those are all great examples of self-care. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't be doing these. Go ahead and do them as long as you can actually go and have these things done right now, which I doubt you can. Okay, when we take better care of ourselves, then we can more joyfully take care of other people. For an example, when I was faithful to my gym routine, I remember, especially during the summer months, I would come home from work, I would change, and then I would go take my class. And I remember my husband saying to me, are you going to the gym again? And I would say, yes. I would follow up with, do you love it that I'm a happier person lately? And that I'm not as stressed and I'm not yelling as much. It's because of this self-care that I go to the gym, I do my class, and I feel better. Then I can respond better to what is going on in front of me, like when the kids are screaming and I'm all stressed out. This morning, my... Okay, so let me just say this, that self-care can bring us to a place where we are happier, where we have more understanding and we can be more patient. Now, for those of you with children at home right now, how would more patience and understanding affect your day? What would your day look like if you were happier, less stressed, more understanding, more patient? How would the interactions with your children be different, if at all? The more self-care that we practice, the more we find in life to be grateful for. It's like this byproduct or this side effect of self-care. I know for me, when I'm really practicing self-care, I'm happier. When I'm happier, I'm seeing things in life that bring me joy. 
And the more things I see in life that bring me joy, the more I see, right? It's that practice of gratitude. Self-care can help us learn to be more present, which then leads to being more fully engaged in the connection that we have with others. How beautiful is that? This morning, so I did my daily practice of meditation. I wake up and I immediately come downstairs and I meditate. And this morning I felt good. It was a nice meditation. I really enjoyed it. When I went upstairs to start making coffee, I noticed that I started to get more irritable. I was noticing things that were irritating me, and I thought, hmm, what is going on here? I took the time to stop and assess, to do some reflection, to practice some introspection, and I came up with what was, what was really wrong, what was really irritating me. Okay, so awareness is super important in the practice of self-care. How do you know what you need for self-care if you don't understand or recognize what's going on in your life? How many of you move through your day with feelings of irritation, anger, fear, anxiety, worry? And of those of you who could relate to that, how many of you are stopping and assessing what's really going on? and then offering yourself some reprieve through the practice of self-care. I'll let you answer that for a second. Back to this morning. I was sitting having coffee with my husband and all I wanted to do was shred him, just rage. In that moment, I understood, I took the time to understand, okay, this is what's going on. What is it that I need? And then what is the priority around that need? So let me break it down for you. I noticed the triggers. I noticed the irritation, which is a pattern of mine. I'm not going to lie. And for those of you who listen to me, you're like, oh, you're talking about that again. I understood that what I needed in the moment was to verbalize what I was feeling and what I was experiencing in the most loving and compassionate way. So it wasn't like I raged and I projected and I just blah, blasted it all out. I calmly said, this is what I'm experiencing right now and I need to express it. I need to get this out of my body. So the priority in that moment was not to flip a switch and not feel the way I was feeling, it's to honor the way I was feeling and to move through it. So my priority was to say what was on my mind because I knew then the energy would shift. So I calmly and politely and directly, uh, and this wasn't, This wasn't something that I was projecting toward my husband. It was just what I noticed, and he gave me the space to vent or to express it. So I said what I needed to say, and I felt 
so much lighter afterwards because I didn't want to continue to carry this through my morning, let alone the rest of my day. So in the moment, I practiced self-care and my self-care was understanding what it is I needed and I needed to express myself. I needed to move the energy. I needed to work through, move through and release the feelings of irritability and anger in order to get to this other side where I felt harmony and peace and happiness again. If it wasn't for doing that, I don't think I'd be recording this right now. I really don't. I was able to let it all go. And what I was feeling lifted. And I was in a much better place. And here I am now. And I'm so super happy right now to be here. So that's just one example of how I practice in the moment self-care. Can't stress enough how important it is uh, for self-awareness to stop. Just drop everything. Go inside and ask, what is really going on right now? What do I need? What is the priority for me right now? All right. I'm going to go through this list a little bit of examples that I came up with for our call this past Sunday. And I don't think I need these glasses. Glasses on, glasses off. Setting boundaries. How many of you find it challenging to set boundaries with other people? I imagine some of you might have just raised your hands there. It can be challenging to set boundaries because people are so used to us doing something that when we set a boundary, they're affected by it. And one of the other uh, things I have on my list here, a form of self-care is to remind yourself that you don't need to manage the responses, the feelings, or the emotions of another person, especially someone you set boundaries with, right? Setting boundaries is a form of self-care and self-love to, for lack of a better word, protect ourselves. Avoiding the news. That's pretty easy. You shut the TV off. Go online some point during the day. Go to a website that you know that is going to bring you the facts of what it is you want to know. But listening to talking heads all day long, their opinions, all I hear is fear-mongering, fear-mongering, fear-mongering. Shut the news off. Answering texts when you feel like it. How many of you get bombarded with texts from this person and this person, and they expect you to respond immediately? And if you don't respond immediately, they think something's wrong. Again, going back to you don't need to manage any of that. But what you can manage is when you decide you want to respond to a text. You have that right. That is self-care. Saying no when you mean no. How many of you are yes people? You have really hard time saying no. Again, one of those challenging things like setting up boundaries to be able to honestly say to someone, no, I can't help you with that right now. I can't do that right now. That is self-care. Releasing the need to manage the emotions of others. Releasing the need for external approval or validation. That one's big for me. That is, a, that is an active pattern in my life that I am uh, working towards understanding deeper and releasing. 
you are your own authority. Really, when it comes to doing you something you feel passionate about, when it comes to your self-care, you don't need someone to say, it's okay to practice self-care. Just do it. You give yourself the green light and the okay to do things. Admitting truths to yourself. That kind of goes back to what happened this morning, that self-awareness piece, and then admitting to myself, yeah, this is what I'm feeling right now and I don't like it. I am angry at this. I'm irritated at that. And admitting that. So admitting truths to yourself instead of ignoring it and pretending you don't feel a certain way is a practice of self-care. Speaking honestly and directly, doing what matters, being of service, giving back or volunteering. Granted, that that's kind of a been haltered a little because we're in quarantine, but there are still ways that you can be of service to give back and volunteer. I'm of service on Sunday mornings when I offer the 9.30 to 10.30 community of caring. It's a, it's a space where people come together to talk about how this quarantine has been affecting them. It's a place for them to, be, to come to be seen and heard. Letting other people take care of themselves. Ooh, that's a big one, right? Yeah, people can take care of themselves. I imagine that if you have young kids, of course, they can't fend for themselves with everything. But the people that can take care of themselves, let them take care of themselves. You don't need to manage that, especially when you're practicing self-care. Being yourself. Let your light shine. Was I nervous when I first started doing this podcast? You're damn right I was. But this is where I feel passion and purpose. So I am being myself right here. Probably like if I add in a few more swears, then I'm really being myself. But I haven't felt the place for them yet. So giving yourself permission to fill in the blank there. What do you want to give yourself permission to do? Ask yourself that. What do I want to give myself permission to do today? That is a fabulous practice in self-care. I like to bring in my inner child into that. Sometimes I'll say, what do you want to do today? Let's give ourselves permission to do something. And that permission can lead to maybe stopping what I'm doing. Okay, so just a little bit of backstory. When I was a kid... Uh, Every Saturday, we had, on Channel 56, we had Creature Double Feature. Maybe some of you remember it if you grew up in New England. Almost every Saturday, my mother would make popcorn in a pan, and I would watch the first of the two movies. One started at 1 o'clock, and then I would think it went to 3. I would start the second one, but then I would go to church. But those Saturdays were wonderful. It was like this time of, oh, I'm going to watch this great this great black and white movie, and I have some popcorn. Now, when I ask my inner child, like if I'm overwhelmed, I give myself permission, or we give ourselves permission, to stop everything and go put on a movie. And I have done that. I have stopped putting pressure on myself to do this or this or this. And I say, what do you do? I ask, what do you want to do right now? And a lot of times my inner child says, let's go watch a movie. And I say, yeah, let's do it. 
Granted, I don't have pup porn. Um, but I do have the feelings that come with that self-care. And that's what's most important. Not trying to change. This goes back to, uh, so for example, this morning. I, I wasn't, well, no, maybe I don't want to use that as an example. <sighs> Just being wherever you're being. And not feeling like you have to change anything in the moment until you're ready to, until you've worked through. Admitting to yourself that you're not, admitting to yourself what you're feeling and honoring that. So that's what I did this morning. And that's actually a, a big practice for me. I can't stress enough that we can't flip a light switch and feel differently. We can work towards that. So I can't just immediately go from anger and rage. Well, I could if I really, 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 really wanted to. Okay, what I'm saying here is to honor what it is you're feeling. So if you are feeling totally happy with this self-isolation, love it. Feel that. If you're feeling sad, allow yourself to feel it. Acknowledge, recognize, honor. I'm feeling sad right now. And I don't have to change anything. I give myself permission to feel sad, knowing that this is temporary. Introspection and reflection. I'm huge on those practices. It's like an everyday, it's like a daily, a daily practice for me. Meditation, or what some people like to call stillness. Surrender. When I was preparing for last Sunday's call, and I actually used this example on the call on Sunday, I found myself, you know, in notes and in my head and taking notes and what do I want to talk about and what words do I want to focus on? And, and I just went from word to word to word and what words I was going through doesn't matter for this. I kept moving through all these words and then I finally said, okay, that's it. Done. I recognized in the moment that I was putting way too much pressure on myself. I understood that I was attaching an outcome to Sunday's call, and I lost the connection to my initial intention and motivation. So I surrendered. In that moment, I surrendered. And I gave myself permission to show up for the call without anything planned in advance. And as soon as I surrendered, the topic of Sunday's conversation showed up, and that is self-care. I've spoken to so many people over the past couple of weeks, and I've found that in every conversation, I've moved toward the question, what are you doing for self-care? A lot of the times it was met with an answer, but a lot of times it was met well, most of the conversations were on Zoom with a blank stare. Like, self-care? What do you what do you mean? I'm grateful for the for the act of surrendering because that's when I opened up and everything I needed came to me. Self-care. Unplugging. What was the last time you didn't check your social media feeds? When was the last time you stayed 
off of the internet for a period of hours, maybe a day. How likely is it that you could, after this podcast, of course, you have to finish listening to this podcast, could you then disconnect, unplugged for tw- unplugged for 24 hours? How likely is that? I've started a practice of, at some point in my day, saying, okay, I've had enough of being online. I'm not going online again until tomorrow. That practice has led me to being more fully present in my life that is happening right now. Try it. It's a great form of self-care. And on the opposite end of that spectrum, isolation may be really challenging for some of you and that the self-care is going online and connecting with other people. And that's okay too. It's that awareness piece. That is so vitally important to understand what it is you need and what is a priority in the moment. Uh, Deleting an app. I have a couple of friends that delete apps. My two sons actually uh, recently deleted all of their social media apps from their phones. And it's so cute to hear them say, you know, I, I haven't been on any of those social media apps in a couple of months. And I say, good for you. That's wonderful. Again, the self-care might mean, I think I'm going to download that app. Not opening another bottle of wine or spirits or stopping at one drink. When times are good, we drink. When times are bad, we drink. But maybe your body needs a good night's sleep. Maybe you have a call first thing in the morning for work and that you know Ah, if I have one more drink, it might make it a little difficult for me to get up in the morning. That is a practice of self-care. Lighting candles or incense, that reminds me, I have to put in a Yankee candle order for my spring-summer scent. Thank you for reminding me. Drinking plenty of water, eating clean, dancing, Dancing is fabulous. And I'm talking dancing as in movement in your body. So there is a difference between being ego-based and dancing around and performing. There's the other end of it, which is letting go of ego, dropping deeply into your body, and moving your body in a way that moves the energy. Try it. Last week, uh, last Wednesday, I taught a class. Well, no, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It was my speaker sisterhood group. The first thing that we did was we got up from our computers and I put on a great song and we all moved. I had them moving, shaking their body in any sort of way for three minutes. When we came back to our Zoom call, everyone felt wonderful. Got lots of comments of, wow, that was so great to move the energy. I feel so much better that we just did that little exercise. So put on something that maybe you generally wouldn't listen to. I love tribal music for this sort of exercise. Drop into your body and then just move your body in any way that it wants to move. Fun, fun, fun form of self-care. Exercising, you all know that. Exercising that you enjoy doing, not exercising that you feel you have to because you ate something you feel you shouldn't have eaten. Exercise does not need to be a punishment. 
So find something that really speaks to you and do that. Gardening, getting out there, getting in the soil. That's great for grounding, right? Reading your favorite book or reading a new book, listening to music, walks in nature, get out into green spaces, drink in that healing elixir of nature. So, so important. That's one of my favorite forms of self-care. Watching a movie, a bubble bath, connecting with others. Like I said, maybe you want to go online. Maybe that's something that you need. That's your form of self-care. And the last thing I have written here is a bitch session. Maybe you want to get on the phone and bitch to one of your best friends. Do it. Do it. Take a few moments, though, to understand your projections. Thank your friend for holding a space for you to dump on them. I would get the okay first. Hey, do you mind if I call you up and just like, bitch? I'd say, sure. Go ahead. Let me make a cup of tea first. So those are some examples of self-care. Again, super, super important with enhancing and developing developing and maintaining a healthy relationship with yourself. It reduces stress. It boosts confidence in your self-esteem when you can set a boundary for yourself. I want you to remind yourself that your needs are super important. They're just as important as anybody else's needs. Please remember, self-awareness is key. To be able to reflect or do some introspection, what is really going on here? What need do I have? Ask yourself these questions. What am I feeling? What am I experiencing? Be honest with yourself. What is my need? I need everybody to get the fuck away from me. That's what I need. Great. I love the honesty. And then prioritizing. Well, what is your priority right now? If that was the example, if you're surrounded by everybody and you just want them to all go away and they can't, what is your priority? Is your priority then to go to another part of your home where you can be in stillness for a few minutes? Could you make your priority taking your dog out for a walk or taking yourself out for a walk? Okay, so those, those are the things that I am inviting you to work with. The benefits and why self-care is so important the practice of awareness, honesty, truth, assessing your needs, and what is a priority in any given moment. All right. I think that's it. Let me just look at my notes to make sure that I haven't forgotten anything that I wanted to say. I think that's it. I want to thank you for holding a space for me to shine my light. And I want to hold the space for you to shine yours as well. 
Thank you so much for tuning in today. I appreciate you. I love you. And I look forward to giving so many of you a big hug next time I get a chance. Well, when we're out of this quarantine thing. All right. Lean in. Just being a goof. Thank you again. And I will see you on the next episode of Hawks and Lavender Rose. Thank you.